When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman and Andy Bernard. Why is Nana never on time anymore? I don't know. She used to be here on time. Now she's never on time. What the hell is that all about? Something happened. Something exploded. Is that what the deal is? It could be. So what's going on? What's new? What's new? Um, not a whole lot. I feel like the days are starting to blend just all into one long, continuous day during the week. Like I have to consciously remind myself what day of the week it is now. Well, is that because... And daylight got, savings time doesn't help either. And you know, the holidays and all that stuff? Yep. Yeah. Is that a big part of it? Yeah, because yesterday... Because I'm a big Christmas fan, and usually I wait till Thanksgiving to start putting up Christmas decorations, but... My girlfriend was like, ah, I want to start putting them up now. So we're decorating the house and stuff. And it just, I don't know. It all feels to blend together this time of the year. Are there still people who hate Christmas? God, I hope not. I've never understood people. I hate Christmas. It's like, a hard holiday what? to hate. I think it's wonderful. It's all about giving, isn't mm-hmm. it? I, I, what's, you also receive yeah. things, but it's all about giving, isn't it? Pretty I mean, much. I would hope at yeah. worst you're indifferent to it. All right. And I yeah, get I mean, it. Right. Some people might. Be get sad during it if you are struggling or have things going yeah. on in your life or you lose loved ones, but yeah, overall it's a very you get to relax, eat, and hang out with your family. You can't really complain too much. That is, uh, and you probably haven't been through this yet. Andy has not been through this yet, but that uh, well, in my case personally, that Christmas right after my mother died was a bitch, man. That was tough. Mm. <clears throat> when you lose your mother, it's like oh my god. Yeah, and especially because. I mean, I'm assuming yours was the same way. Like, my holiday really revolves all around my mother. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. My whole schedule is, well, let's see what my mom's doing, and then I'll figure out the rest of my life. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Yeah, wait till you get married. What? Then you have multiple families Mm -hmm. to juggle. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, it's like, because, you know, we got you and mom... Um, and then we got Melissa's mom, we got Melissa's dad, and then we got her great aunt, who they always see every Christmas. So we got like five different Christmases to go to every year now. Jeez. And, and also, her brother, her, and her dad were all born within a week of Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's a bit, very busy season. Okay, I want to run this by you guys. Morning Lineup is talking about uh, where all the big free agents are going to end up in baseball. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, uh, have you seen the article? I have not, no. Oh, I think Nana's here, I think. Nana! 
Nope. 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 Wasn't Nana. I thought. I thought I heard some. I thought I heard like a noise Jude out coughing there. or something. Something happened. Uh, okay, it says. Let's say good morning. Where do you think top free agents will sign? The top news. Um, oh, oh, look and listen. To this. I needed a new challenge. Council talks move to Cubs. Um, are are the uh, spoiler alert the favorites to sign? Who are the favorites to sign? Otani, Baltimore becoming an attractive destination for free agents. I wonder why that would be. You ever been yeah. in Baltimore? I've not, but I have not heard good things yeah, about why people would to want to move there. There's not a good thing to say about Baltimore anymore. That place is a complete dump. Mm-hmm. And you know whose family is partly responsible for that is our former uh, Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi. Really? Her dad, I believe, was the mayor of Baltimore, wasn't he? I think. Was he? I did not know that. Yeah, look and see. I think Nancy Pelosi's father was, I think he was the mayor of Baltimore, if I remember correctly. Maybe. Andy will find out in a second. Because I know, I believe, I know at one point it was, but I'm pretty sure it still is a very high crime rate city in kind of not just Baltimore, but even the surrounding area. Right. Not yes. the greatest. Her uh, father, yep. Thomas Ludwig John D'Alessandro Jr. <laughs> was the 41st mayor of Baltimore. That's longer than Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen. Oh, there she is. It was Nana. It was me. Here so, I am. Why, you came in and then you didn't, we said hello and you said nothing? I didn't hear it. Oh, because no. we heard this noise, so we said, oh, Nana must be here, but you didn't respond. Oh. Here um, I am. In any case, we were just talking about... Uh, ba- Catherine, you ever been to Baltimore? No. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> well, like, no, and I'm not going <laughs> anytime soon. Yeah, that's interesting. If you look at it, I bet you there is a group of about five cities that nobody goes to, and Baltimore would be one of those. Yeah, a city that, unless you're from there or moving there to work, you're probably not choosing to go there for a vacation. Like, are there any... What would be a tourist destination in Baltimore that you'd have to see? Hmm. Well, Camden Yards would be great. Orioles zone? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Camden Yards is what... what, It kind of upset me because, you know, I look around and it's like, God, Jim Palmer won the... all Every damn game here, he was one of the greatest pitchers of all time and he had to live here. Yeah. That was unfortunate. When you type in... Baltimore and touristy stuff. There's not a lot that pops up. No, no. Looks like they've got a couple of museums and science centers. Railroad museum, if you like trains. But you have that, a railroad nothing. museum. It's nothing better than a railroad museum. <laughs> that's, that's fascinating. All right. So, Turtle Dove, what's the latest? What are you doing? What am I doing? I just sat down and... I know, but what do you want to talk about? Let's go. Oh, I did not know content yeah, was up no, to me today. Yes. I did not prepare for content We're just talking about spin. 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 Yeah, like spin on a story. Oh, okay. What, where, what, what is this referencing? No, I don't know. What's important to you right now, I guess, is what we're talking about. Uh, no, we were talking a lot this morning. Let me put it this way. We are talking a lot this morning. I haven't even talked to Andy much about this yet. But that night last night was incredibly fun. I just love when you see little kids and they eat and 20 minutes later they start going mental because the calories have hit their bloodstream. Okay, for like five straight minutes, Ethan was just going like this. Yeah, he was just like completely psychotic. Like, for, 
You got some energy to burn, do you? And then all of a sudden, he's tackling Sage in the restaurant. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, they've gone completely nuts. It's so funny. I remember watching that happen. It's like, we've got 20 minutes before the calories hit the bloodstream. Everybody... Get up and run mm-hmm. around the building a oh, few it's, times. It's like when a cat is just like walking around and all of a sudden they tense their entire body up. Yeah. And they just rocket across the yeah, house. It's yeah. Like, yeah. They're just like, or they, they have so much energy. Something imaginary. They <laughs> absolutely must expend it or else something right. terrible will happen. Yeah. Or, or like when kids get the same thing. When your dog gets the zoomies yep, and just zooms all over thing. the place. All yeah. of a yep. sudden. Yep. You know, as Bop Bop in this whole setup, <laughs> I cannot tell you how happy it makes me to see. First of all, we, we're, we're talking three generations here. We're all sitting at the same dinner table. The whole family's there. And to see seven-year-old Fawn, five-year-old Sage, and two-year-old Ethan get along. So those three kids love all one another. I mean, they have a great relationship, don't you think, Andy? I got along with all my cousins when I was a kid, too. Yeah, you did. If you grow up around them, you're going to get along with them. <laughs> Ethan's sitting at the end of the table. Bop-Bop's on the other end of the table. <laughs> and Ethan points at Tom goes, Bop-Bop! Yep, every so often, <laughs> just point and go, Bop-Bop! With this weird, weird way of saying it. Mm-hmm. It's just so damn funny. It's like, what is going through these little kids' heads? You know, the table was about, about, about the same size as this one, right? Yeah, it's like maybe eight a little feet. smaller. Yeah, yeah, maybe 10, a little smaller. But it was so much fun watching. And Ethan wanted to get down. I brought this up a couple hours ago, so I can bring it up again. I guess it's on a different show. But honest to God, we he wants to walk around, say bop bop. He wants yeah. to walk around with bop bop. Only when they put him down, he didn't go to bop bop. He ran into the kitchen of the restaurant. He always yeah. tries to go into kitchens and stuff like that. <laughs> Why is that? Because he knows where the food's at. He's acti- not dumb. <laughs> activity back there. And food. Got to check it out. But I was very serious about that last night, and I thanked everybody, because there's all this upheaval and turmoil, and everybody hates everybody, and oh my God, you're a de- Democrat, oh my God, you're a Republican, oh my God, everything's horrible. To just see a bunch of people, because every table around us got involved in the happiness that was going on. I mean, you remember? Did you watch that last night? How the happiness spilled over to other. Well, tables? it is nice when people don't hate kids in a restaurant because well, a lot of times people are like, "Oh <laughs> yeah. God, children!" You just fell off the screen. Uh, I know. I what do you keep doing? I, I all of a sudden said to connect to Xfinity, I and mean, I said no because I don't think that's what I connect to. Oh, you're to. on like the wrong Wi-Fi, so I, it's dropping. Okay, well, I'll just X out and try to find. The Wi-Fi setting. But, yeah, I mean, seriously. And, I, you know, I, I said happy birthday to Emily this morning from Minnetonka. It was her birthday. She turned 15. Met her last night because her grandfather held the door for us going in. So we sent over a round of drinks to them to thank them for being so polite. Uh, then uh, the, the family behind us, we found out the mom, who's pregnant, uh, it's her birthday, and then there's Ethan and me. We got like four birthdays within about 20 feet of one another. That was, that was just such fun. Um, Catherine and I have been talking this morning. I've been, I've been reaching out trying to find investors to keep Campiello open. Well, I don't think it's investors. They just, I think that they, the people that own it just are getting a little older and maybe yeah. don't want mm-hmm. so much stuff to do. Well, but that's fine. Can't they just... <laughs> sell it to one of us and right. we could just keep moving i know it's it is sad because i mean it really is a good restaurant well you said last night andy you might have to come in here i got problems 
Every time she comes on, Andy, she's got problems. I don't. You have more problems than any other living human being. Let's be honest. to internet, Barnard, no Wi-Fi. I don't know what's happening here. But anyway, while they're doing that, I will. I'll, I'll say this again. If you want to, to think that you're a victim or you want to think the world sucks or you want to think that Republicans or Democrats suck, that's on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have this magnificent life focusing on your friends and your family because uh, you're not going to get anything done with politicians anyway. No. I mean, you can vote however you want, but it doesn't mean you're going to have any input at all into what they're going to do. Yep. So why get so whipped up about that crap? I don't get it. No, and especially when you, know, you look oh at you God. going out last night for your birthday but then the moment was made more special because you were around other people that you had never met before that's but correct you just have a room full of people that are having a good time and mm-hmm. like you can live in that moment separate from what's going on in the real world and your life's going to be a lot better no still question. says i have no internet well then we're gonna have to replace the computer okay what oh now it says it's entering the studio oh my god would you make up your mind stupid computer well, <laughs> let me see if it enters. Donald, that's what. But yeah, I, I mean, it all started because uh, um, I think it was Emily's grandfather held the door for us, so we we had a little exchange. They sent him over some drinks, and then he said well, thank you to that. Ended and, up that Dan ended up paying for all. Oh, that's drinks. right. Dan picked up yeah, the tab. He that was up very the tab. nice. I was like, what? It was very nice. <laughs> yeah, your uh, internet is really now it seems to be bad. working. You're right? frozen though. It's horrible. Boop, yeah. No. Boop, Did you try a different computer? I don't know. You're frozen. Uh, Turn the camera. And recording. Oh, you're moving a little bit now. I don't know what's happening. They put, there's, in the hallway, there's all these new, like, Wi-Fi routers. We pointed that out, yeah. What are those all about? I don't know. Are they monitoring our movements? I don't know what that's all about, but, but yeah, let me just finish by saying, if you want to be miserable and want to be a victim and you want to be this and you want to be, that's on you. Because most of us are very, very happy. I don't know about most of us, but the people that I know. Mm. I have great friends. I have a wonderful family, three generations of it, four generations of it, actually. It's just, well, I guess we don't anymore. The fourth generation has all died now because your dad was the last one. He was the last one, yep. So it is three generations at this point. And I I just, it brings me such joy to see little children that happy. My wife's Mm. so happy. Our kids, very, very happy. The people around us, it was infectious. Everybody yeah. around us got happier and happier as the night went on. I don't, wouldn't you rather put that out there, hey, let's all do this? I mean, the manager of the restaurant, who's a good friend of mine anyway, came over. Should I tell him that he gave us uh, what he gave us? What do you mean, what he gave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can tell that, right? Well, I sure. I don't think it's like a secret what is that called it's braised something it was braised oh. short ribs braised you short had a balsamic glaze balsamic glaze short rib with sure. tomatoes and yeah. with spaghetti yeah yeah phenomenal uh he walks over at the end of the night and gives Catherine the recipe about how to make it at home and i said mm-hmm. uh why don't you give it to tom so he can learn how to make it <laughs> oh yeah thank you so much but but again not a lot of people do that but no. he just knew it made me so happy, and Dan tried it last night. He just loved it. I wolfed mine down like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I did. You did. 
But, you know, but it's that kind of thing. If you're looking for it, there's a lot of joy and happiness out there. But if you're not looking for it, you're going to miss it. Yeah, absolutely. There's Life is a bunch of small moments of happiness that if you yeah. focus on those, yep. you're going, those are going to have a greater effect on your life than watching the news for an hour and being well, miserable. Oh, God. And it's it's no easy to, to criticize and it's easy to find fault, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like, okay, well, you know what? That's fine. And that's what seems to drive social media yeah. and and news outlets doesn't mean you have to be part of it. Right. Or if you are going to be part of it, at least remind yourself what is good about your life afterwards. Like you don't just wallow in all this. Yeah, just run around being really negative and mm. yeah, I know I know people that are just like all they want to do is engage in some sort of political I'm mad about something and I don't mm-hmm. like this conversation. It's just like ugh. Well, again, if you don't have good friends and a family you love and all the rest of it, I'm going to read you three headlines because I, I get great joy out of family and friends. and I, I do. I just love it. There's no question about it. Victories put GOP in bind for 2024. Why are they in a bind? They knew that. Didn't they know that was going to happen? I don't know. See, I, don't, I don't care one way or the other because I don't support either party now. They're all nuts. What to watch in the third Republican presidential debate. Well, if the GOP's in a bind, why would they have to watch anything? If I they're didn't watch the t- first two debates. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't watch either no, one of them. watching either. the same thing I watched the first two. Something debates else. are a complete waste of time, in my opinion, because mm, yes. what's going to happen is that the news outlets that slant super left are going to declare whoever the yeah. left person is is the winner, mm, yep. and whoever, and on the other side, then that's the winner. It's like, yep. how? What? It's just ridiculous. I don't think it changes anybody's mind. Yeah, and nobody, it needs to be less of a debate and more of a conversation amongst politicians because right now everybody just gets on and name calls and yeah. points and screens. Yeah, they do a lot of yeah. that. Yeah. They do a lot of that, and I don't really understand that. Look, I, I have friends that are ardent Democrats. I have friends that are ardent Republicans. I love my friends. It's just not for me. I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried to be a Democrat, and I tried to be a Republican. I end up in the middle of it all. And I just, you know, I don't really care to talk about politics now because everything is so hardline and angry. God, is it angry. Yeah. Like, settle down. Now, this is the headline I don't care for. Right now is a bad time to spend money. Really? Just before Christmas is a bad time to spend mm. money? Is well, that, that's not a good thing, is it? We're talking about, you know, just inflation, probably. Well, I'm, I'm sure guessing. that's what it is, exactly. Uh, interest rates just went down a titch. Tiny uh, titch. Did they win? Uh, you mean yesterday? Uh, last week. There oh, last week little, you're talking about. Little, yeah, the interest rates and for mortgages went down a little bit, so. Yeah, I mean, you can't have the... Isn't the mortgage rate right now to buy a house like around 8% or something? I think it dropped into the sevens again. Oh, did it drop again? If you've got fantastic credit with $100,000 you put down. If you pay cash, you get a great rate. Catherine just disappeared again. (laughs) I'm just going to restart the like factory reset that thing. It hasn't been working for a long time. No, it's been a while. Okay. Do you want to just you want to just move over to a different chair, Catherine? Does or anybody something? really care? I don't really care. Well, they want to see your lovely face. I mean, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> she goes, oh, I don't. My know. audio was also removed. I just yeah, I took you out. It's bad. Oh. Yeah, he's gonna fix it. Everything will get fixed. Everything will be wonderful. I we don't just, look. Uh, I look glitchy. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I you like were very glitchy. glitchy. Uh, uh, 
Um, <clears throat> I don't know what this means. Amazon to offer lower cost primary care to prime members. Primary care? You mean medical care? They're they're, they're doing care? pharmacy <clears throat> stuff. They're doing medical telemedical. Oh, one medical. Oh yeah. Bezos just oh, bought yeah. another seventy nine million dollar house. He's got a you know. In Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. It's in I Miami. Guess, yeah, in uh, Miami, there's a place kind of like Palm Beach Island. It's called Billionaires Row. Yeah. It's, yep. Um, Indian River or Indian Creek or Indian something. Yeah, he just bought I don't know his third bajillion dollar house. I I, I returned a book the other day to um, through UPS mm-hmm. um, to Amazon, and I'm like, there, give me my twenty two bucks back, Bezos. <laughs> you know that's how it all started, right? <laughs> I know. He he used to ship books. That's how his whole business started. Oh, and yeah. he's just such a dick. Yeah, he seems like a massive pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, I just true. don't like him. I, I you know, I, I hate shopping on Amazon, but it's also so convenient. It's really convenient. Mm. <laughs> and any stupid thing that you can find, because I, I can go to Target, I can go to CVS and try to find, you know, some sort of something, and nobody's got anything. No, they can hear her now, can't they, Andy? They've always been able to hear and, her. Oh, you can always hear yeah. her. And okay. you, but you go on Amazon, and there there's we go, ten. Look at that! Oh, there's ten of what you need. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. damn it, Amazon. Because well, so. even so, on Tuesday, I went to the Timberwolves game, and beforehand, I was like, I'm going to go get a Timberwolves hoodie. And I had to go to three different stores. And to it's find like, your and size. I wish I could, yeah. I, and like, they didn't have really any selections. Like, I could have just went online if I would have thought ahead three days ago and got something. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't fit? Is that the problem? Uh, no, they just were, they didn't have, they had a small selection. Like, I went to oh, Shields, okay. uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, that's crazy. And like Foot Locker. And You'd it think was, they'd have tons of them. Yeah, just very generic, whatever. Hmm. And I was like, eh. But yeah, so it's much more convenient to do Amazon. And then, yeah, it delivers right to your house and two days yeah i know but i i hate supporting that guy yeah he's got enough money oh he's got no i i want to run this by you because i don't know if this is an indication of the economy or what this is what is we work uh that was the where That's, they have an office space yeah. and you can just essentially rent out a desk a desk yeah type of thing it's like what do they call it a co-work cohabitation yeah. whatever type of thing yep. co-working yeah. Wasn't it predicted to be like one of the greatest, biggest businesses of all time? Yeah, yeah as people were doing, you know, gig work or whatever, and they didn't want an office at mm-hmm. home because they've got kids mm-hmm. or dogs or whatever. People were, and it was an, it was a fairly inexpensive way to have office space without having to commit to year-long leases and all the stuff. Yeah, because it. Was- it- Went bankrupt. Yeah. I know because well, it was very popular amongst <laughs> small entrepreneurs. Yep. So if they started oh, their own I business, see. okay, now I can have a legitimate office yep. space. Why did it go bankrupt? Because of COVID. Nobody's going to work. But I thought we work was with the fact that you didn't go to the office. No, it was an office space. Oh, that you would use whenever you wanted. To. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like okay. yeah, you know the salons that all of the hairstylists have their own little cubby, but they don't own yep. a space. It's kind of like that for office space. Apparently set a new record for a uh, uh, an astounding amount of money to, to have lost on a single company. Oh, they were they were killing it right. Bef- I mean, before they were projected to be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, SoftBank is that the bank that that lent them the money? Yep. They lost fourteen billion dollars on WeWork. That's SoftBank made hurt. some extremely questionable decisions. Oh, really? Like, I want to hear about them. You know about this, huh? Uh, well, for example, Newman, the guy who founded WeWork. Mm-hmm. or one of the guys, uh, SoftBank gave him $1.7 billion 
to leave the board of WeWork. Why? I, great question. $1.7 billion to stop uh, working, basically. But <laughs> then they kept him on as a consultant for $50 million a year. That sounds oh, like geez. money laundering. Yeah, it sounds, sounds a lot like <laughs> money laundering. It sounds like money laundering at it this does, point. It does, you're right. Sorry. 100%, yes. Yeah, that sounds, say. that's absolutely money laundering. Yeah. There's no question. If I didn't know any better. <laughs> so what, then they also had an IPO, and that did not go well. Oh, really? Which uh, is more evidence uh, that it might have been money laundering. Oh, uh, okay. Well. So a public offering just fell apart on them? Uh, yeah, they uh, went public, and I don't think anyone wanted it. I huh. never even I had I had heard of it, but I had no idea what it was. When, yeah, did, it, yeah. they, when did it go? Try to go public. Uh, let's see. When did they go public? Twenty twenty one. It looks like. Oh, no, that was yeah. Well, that was Not right when COVID time. was. Yeah, yeah, it was like the worst timing ever. Yeah, they. Um, they should have maybe waited. By twenty twenty three, their stock had fallen below one dollar a share. Jesus. Uh, Uchi, it was worth forty seven billion in twenty nineteen and three hundred sixty million in twenty twenty three. Yeah, but I'm sure the board got their cash. Yeah, well, they they got billions and billions of dollars. Just stay apparently. home. They did. Yep. I stay I just, home. I yep. always love that. It's like, oh my God, oh we're just suffering. Oh, we're going into bankruptcy. Everybody gets a couple billion. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, and there is a documentary. It looks like on WeWork. Oh, really? On Hulu. Oh. That came out two years ago, and it says, yeah, the making and breaking of a forty-seven billion dollar company. I wonder if it. Um, it would be interesting to find out if it is linked to money laundering. Sounds like it. Mm, kind of does. Almost guaranteed, but uh, nothing will probably happen. A lot of these banks are involved in that, too. Well, they've been sued many, many, many times, it looks like. So, hey. The bank or WeWorks? Uh, WeWork. Oh, WeWork. Hmm. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving, pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets 
at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Mohammed Al-Iran is one of the world's most respected economists, and he has growing concerns about a recession in 2024. Al-Iran previously served as the chief executive and chief investment officer at financial services company PIMCO, and now is the chief economic advisor at PIMCO's parent company, Allianz, one of the world's largest insurance and financial services firms. He's also the president of Queen's College, the University of Cambridge. Uh, the special episode of W, uh, we're talking about Wall Street Journal, WSJ. Take uh, on uh, the week, Alarion discusses the policy mistakes. He says the federal, if the economy does drop, he said the Federal Reserve has mishandled everything it's done so far. That's what they've been talking about. Mm-hmm. This administration, have, and again, I'm not anti-Democrat, I'm not anti-Republican, but the people they have worked with this, this since... Biden took over. It's been a complete disaster. Yes, it has. Yeah. Why don't we do things about that? Why don't we step in and go, look, this is not working. We can't continue to do this. Because admitting that you're doing something wrong is like political suicide. Yeah. That too. And it feels like, yeah, they just go, well, it's just just not working. Yeah, it's just not working yet. Yeah. We're almost there. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you need to give us more power before it'll really start. We need more money. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. If taxes were just a little bit higher, we could get it accomplished. Yeah, yeah, that's what, exactly. And they just got higher yesterday during the the local elections. Yeah, because St. Paul sales tax went up 1% or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, and Edina voted, okay, there was a. They already said that they were going to raise taxes in the city for this ice arena. Then they decided that they needed another $25 million or something like that. <laughs> they decided. And I so love they that. put it on the ballot, and that passed. Of They're course. going to demolish the current ice arena, Braemar Ice Arena, Braemar something link. Anyway, and now they're going to build three new ice arenas in its place. Three. So, uh, this is all, so all of this is so that there can be an ice <laughs> arena. And I'm like... I thought that's what property taxes were for. That's what I thought, absolutely. Yeah, or the surplus that we had. Take some of that money and build a nice arena. I mean, there's no doubt. I I agree. I think that there should be lots and lots of uh, sports outlets for kids Mm -hmm. and people. I think. Yep. I think people need that. Everybody can use it. It's not just for this person or that person or any sort of subgroup of something. All people can go and play hockey or take skating lessons or figure skating or whatever. I think it's a great idea. But the cost of this stuff yeah, and the fact that our property taxes, I mean, you're, it used to be that if you owned a $300,000 house, you were paying taxes on about maybe 200 of it. Yeah. Now you're paying taxes on, you know, like what it's worth today, even if you bought it for 150. Yes. So your taxes sometimes are almost as much as your house payment. I mean, it just is. It's gotten to be insane what we're paying, what people are paying in in property taxes. I just think that they probably are mismanaging some of the money. 
Oh, 100%. Because if you went back and combed through the budget, I'm sure you could shake out enough money from somewhere that well, wasn't used to build an ice arena yeah, or do whatever you right. want rather exactly. than raising taxes. Yeah you, you, uh, yeah, you look around. I mean, we drive over this little bridge every day. We get off Highway 100 onto Vernon, and it looks like it's crumbling. I mean, the thing looks like it's going to fall apart. Yeah. They keep on talking about redoing it, but there's never enough money. No, never no, enough no, money. No, no. But if somebody wants to build, they tore down that uh, Perkins right there on the same sort of intersection and built luxury high-rises, they can refigure, reconfigure all the roads around that new place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole you know, different it's like, deal. Hmm, it's very interesting how this all happens. Um well, I was going to say, I wonder in those situations, do you think the developer ends up paying for some of oh, that? Oh, for sure they do. Yeah, some of yeah. it, for sure. But but not enough where it should make that big of a difference compared well, to fixing a normal cities road? usually will kick in money if they're going to make money. Oh, okay. Somehow on property taxes yeah. or something else or or somebody that's going to employ a bunch of people and that's going to pay taxes. Then, yeah. the, then they'll kick stuff in. Right. I yeah. love that Perkins. I know. I love. It was my favorite Perkins. I know. It's like Perkins I... used to be so good back it was. in the day. Like it was. as a kid, like if that felt like a such a great restaurant to yeah. go to, and then now as an adult, I'm like that. It's it's terrible. I can't eat there. But the pancakes are amazing. Pancakes are really good. I'm just not into breakfast food. Yeah, they're, a lot of people are. Ho- I don't know. Yeah, their eggs Benedict. I used to think was fantastic, yep. especially after a night out with you know friends. <laughs> One o'clock in the morning, <laughs> yum yum yum. <laughs> I had it the other day, or the other day, like last year with my my dad. That was one of his favorite things. I'm like, this is not good. Really? <laughs> yep. It had too much. Stuff. Icky hollandaise sauce. Well, the, problem, the thing is, sauce. very old people require that sort of thing so they can taste it. Yeah, it's true. And very I think, salty. Yeah. I think most Perkins customers are probably fairly old at this point. But the, yeah, the mm-hmm. pancakes are really good though. Yep. And their coffee's good. So if you want just some pancakes and you know a couple eggs over easy or something, it's all right. All right, I'm going to read one one more paragraph, and you guys try to figure out what the hell this means because I have no knowledge of what this is, what this guy's even saying. Okay, you ready? Yep. Uh, Mohammed El Arian, what consensus has been expecting has gone from a soft landing to a hard landing to no landing, back to a hard landing to a crash landing, back to hard landing, back to soft landing. That's an incredible sequence, and it tells you we've lost our anchors, we've lost our economic anchors, we've lost our policy anchors, and we've lost our technical anchors. None of that sounds very good to Uncle Tommy. None of it makes any sense. No. That doesn't make any sense. What, is, what do they mean by that? It sounds like the ramblings of a cokehead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. Yeah. I think he's trying to say that to be honest. they keep changing what type of, oh, it's going to be this bad. No, it's going to be this bad. Yeah. No, it's going to be all right. And so we really just don't have any idea yeah. what's going on. And he's yelling, mayday, mayday, we're taking well, the water. Well, you just can't be involved in all of these wars and just keep printing money and not produce anything. That is very true. I mean, they just won't stop spending money. And now there's another war breaking out in Darfur. Oh, God. Darfur? Darfur. They're, yeah, they're killing each other over there now. Over so I don't what, know. what is the cause I, of I that? I don't know. All of a sudden, it's like, why isn't anyone outraged about what's happening in Darfur? It's like, uh, it's like in Sudan? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're killing. What, I don't know. It's uh, some sort of genocide the again. Land cruiser war sounds cool. Land yeah, cruiser. sounds like thousands are fleeing the ethnic killings in Darfur. Yep. So yeah. who's killing who? 
Oh, wait. The Land Cruiser War happened long ago and ended in 2020. So is there a new one then? The new war. Oh, long ago. Three years ago, there was another war that I didn't hear about. Well, it started in 2003, so. Oh. So I guess this is this is a new one, yeah, apparently. The yeah. Sudan conflict. So yeah. why aren't we like all they're... screaming and yelling about this new conflict? Uh, looks like, yeah, they're killing non-Arabs in non-Arabs. West Defour. <laughs> all non-Arabs? Yeah, it just says what targeting, is... killing non-Arabs. The Sudanese army is, yeah, going crazy over there, it looks Why like. are the Arabs all losing it again? What happened? Well, I, think that, I, I think that once a war breaks out somewhere, then everybody else gets hot under the collar to start, hey, yeah, I'm mad too. Was it because Netanyahu was reelected that this whole thing between <laughs> Hamas and Palestine and Israel, it, it, as soon as he was reelected, I felt this real discomfort around a lot of people. They, they just hate him or something? I don't know. I don't pay a lot of attention to that whole deal. It's hard, it's hard to find out what's really going on in the Middle East most yeah, of the time is. anyway, because yeah. there's just mm-hmm. so much propaganda and there's so much misinformation. Well, and that, that's why when Catherine <clears throat> came home yesterday, I was on the phone with Josh Arnold, who does a, a uh, investment show on, on this show on Fridays. And he does not think the economy is going to collapse. Yay! <clears throat> so it's good. And Josh is a very smart guy. Uh, you know, we're going to go through He'd better bumps. be right. <laughs> <laughs> he better be right. Wouldn't it be yeah. great at this point in my life to just go under? That'd right. be really wonderful. And he's also very realistic, I feel like. Because he'll be like, technically, we were just we're in a recession because the, the definition of a recession is... Well, they know, just changed the definition. Right. And oh, they, so... Yeah. Yeah, we're t- yeah. yeah. When he's people can't unique, afford yeah. houses and food, you, it's a recession. Sorry. Well, because now everybody's talking about the cost of Thanksgiving dinner is oh, God, you know, yeah. exponentially higher than it's right. been in the past. I guess depending on who you talk to, some people think it's cheaper. But, yeah, it's all going to hell in a handbag. I really like the fact when you and Josh sit and talk about this kind of stuff because, uh, you know, you're two completely ju- different generations. Mm-hmm. And, here, and you know, you're very wise about this. How did you get so educated in that whole situation? I have no idea what I'm talking about half the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you do. Like, I know. I, like, I'm interested in it, and so I just it's very easy to ask him questions as somebody that has no idea. Of, yeah. Or I shouldn't say no idea, but a very loose idea of what's going on financially. And so I can usually pick up enough of his keywords to ask a follow-up question and then wait long enough to ask me if he can give me a get-rich-quick tip which he hasn't delivered on yet. I so. know. I wish you <laughs> would just give us the I'm magic like, I, formula. I want to give you $100 and you turn it into like $100 million. Yeah. $100 million. Yeah. Okay. Nothing too much. Somebody yeah, did it much. once, I right. think. A million well, times. Because we talked about the GameStop uh, oh, yeah. ordeal. Yeah. And so I asked him, hey, did, no, can you pick that? out uh, when is. essentially on Reddit, a bunch of what they call dumb money, a bunch of yahoos like myself started buying GameStop stop because uh, I did it a little fund, bit <laughs> a hedge fund company is was the, shorting it the gaming outlet yep. yeah oh okay. yep. so they were okay. they're about to go out of business and then <clears throat> oh. magically because everybody on reddit started buying up a bunch of the stock it skyrocketed yeah it was mm-hmm. basically an f u to wall street yep. hedge funds because everybody was pissed off because they were they they mani- they do manipulate the market mm-hmm. Not supposed to, but they do. Yeah, and it was Robin Hood was super popular at the time, so everybody was using that. There's a movie, Dumb Money, that just came out, 
that oh, really? talks about it. Yeah. And so anyway, we were talking about that with Josh. And I was like, hey, if you find the next GameStop, just send me a text. Let me know so I can be <laughs> on the right did you, did you sell at the right time or did you just keep your money in there? I, I found out about it after too it was late. already yeah. Yeah, uh, too high. But well, I was the whole thing lasted like, what, a few days? Yeah. So unless you were in on it at the very beginning, it was already too late. Yep. Uh, I felt it lasted oh. longer than a couple of days. but. So you were able to cash out after a couple of days? Yeah, so some people got in and got out and made a bunch of money, but, but other people turned it into a pyramid scheme. Is what they, yeah. What happened, oh, really? Basically, but a, a lot of people put their life savings in there and oh. were like, "Well, it's just going to keep That's going up." Nice. That works. That's never a good idea. What happened was Robinhood, because the hedge fund they were partnered with this hedge fund some way, they ended up turning off all of the trades for the GameStop oh, app right. yeah. or GameStop stock. And so it crashed, and nobody was able to pull their money out oh, even if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah. And so then, yeah, GameStop ended up going to court. They got away with everything. Nothing happened, but, yeah, it was all a big ordeal. So yeah. I have a question, because I've never paid any attention to this. I've just, you know, gone to work and gotten my paycheck and gone on from there. But I'm at that point in my life now where I, I probably will keep working doing, you know, podcasts for many more years and all the rest of it. So it's, it's not like I'm going to retire but as far as financially, I was thinking of, you know, kind of mm-hmm. cashing out on a lot of stuff and putting some money aside and just kind of live the good life at, you know, at this point in my life. Uh, is there a chance that could all just get wiped out and I would end up with nothing after my entire life setting this up? Yeah, I think well, that if you, if you it did it all market. in one, yeah, yeah, if you did it all in one, like no, I Josh would say, yeah. like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You yeah. got to diversify well, a little do bit. That. But, yeah, I think... That's always a possibility. I don't think it's necessarily realistic. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that because I don't really want to go broke at this point in my life. Yeah, no, I don't think you're going to have to worry about hitting the reset button. And Well, that's one thing that the millionaires always do is invest in capital, yeah. usually real estate. Yeah, it is a lot of time real estate, right? Because, I mean, you know, real estate rarely becomes worthless. So Whereas, you're saying that'd be a, that's a good thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so real estate would include uh, housing. Land, housing, anything, really. You can invest in business? a real estate investment mm-hmm. kind of fund. But, I mean, uh, if you invested in a business, the real estate is part of that. No. Not necessarily. Almost no. never. Well, I thought you owned the building. No. no. There's, well, you it's can very buy a rare. building. <clears throat> but that doesn't mean that a business owns a building. Most, I see. Most people lease. Yep. Because okay. they, can, they can depreciate their lease and yep. it's a tax advantage but see for you guys it's good for Catherine and me to talk to you guys because you're the right age do you guys see in the econ- see the economy collapsing completely or just taking a hit I don't think it'll ever collapse completely no. but it's probably going to get a lot worse before it gets better in the very near future and how long do you think that will last I have no idea is there any indication historically like how long the Great Depression how long did that last uh, is that like a decade or something no Oh, it wasn't that long? It was Great Depression. seven years. Oh, yeah, it was. Well, I mean, technically it was a decade. I but thought so, yeah. The bad times only lasted, uh, you know. Yeah, no. probably. Well, the, uh, the unemployment rate did stay up for about a decade. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I was looking at it because what was it, the 2008 market cr- or housing crash? Yep. Right. And yeah. living through that as a kid, like a high school kid, it didn't seem that bad 
They, it hit it was Catherine about and me 10 pretty years. Hard. It was a good 10 years, mostly. Yeah. A lot of people that lost it. And, I mean, people lost mm -hmm. their stock portfolios. They yeah. lost their retirement. I mean, it was bad. Like 30 40% of their retirement funds were gone. Yep. And it I was pretty bad, and it took almost 10 years to climb out of that. Yeah, and I, well, I guess I should well, – not that it wasn't that bad, but because people always, oh, it's the next Great Depression, and – from everything that I always saw was like, well, people were living on the street during the Great Depression. Well, and you they're living on the house. street now. Yeah, but I guess I thought it was going <laughs> to be more drastic. So I don't know. I feel like if we made it through 2008, I don't think it can get much worse well, than that. Well, the Great today. Depression, yeah. we had, the problem was back then was the run on the banks because bank, banking was completely mm -hmm. set up differently back then. Right, because everybody was going in like, I just need to get all my money out right. now. So, right. I mean, that... Well, that's what just happened a few years ago. A bunch of bank runs killed yeah, a bunch of banks. It did. I yeah. know, but it was it was different back then. There weren't that many banks, mm -hmm. and people didn't have that much money. So they lost, you know, a couple hundred bucks. They were devastated. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot different now. They didn't have credit cards. They didn't have all this stuff to, like, stop gap measures to make it through mm -hmm. anything. Um, bankruptcy probably wasn't a thing back in the depression. I don't. I don't know. I don't think you could just declare bankruptcy and right. be or fine. A, yeah, or it had a different stigma where yeah. it's more used as a tool nowadays. I just don't think that was a thing back in those days. But I could be wrong. But I, now I just think that if the government, the government is going to have to figure out how to curtail spending. They just have to do it. I, they, they just can't continue on the way they're going on or they will mess things up mm -hmm. and right. I, I think that they <clears throat> will because of an election coming up something's going to have to happen because i do think you can't always just run on abortion for the rest of time right mm -hmm. there will be other issues that would be more important to people if they can't eat and can't buy a house for a very long time so i think in the next year they're going to have to figure out some other ways of solving the money issue. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I mean, the, see, the problem with the people in my generation, because we weren't born then, obviously, but, but we read a hell of a lot about the Great Depression, people were jumping out of 50-story windows in New York. Yeah. What mm. happened that would cause them to do something they like that? They were wiped out. Yeah, and I don't think we'll get to that level. How did they get wiped out then? Everybody how, 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 was everybody was cashing out everything. <clears throat> there was just money so was worthless. So if you didn't get there first, you were broke. Yep. Yeah, pretty and much. panic sets in, oh, now that's God. It just pandemonium everywhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. and when, you know, a lot of those people that invest in different hedge funds and stuff they like you said put their life savings in it they and when it crashes they've got nothing they yep. literally have nothing so that's the problem they had all their money in one basket mm -hmm. so that's what it is yep 
So because of a couple of people, you and I have done the opposite, to put it in a lot of different places. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, my, you know, my father, you know, he was 96 when he died. He just died last year. He was always lived well, very far below what he could have lived yeah, like. Yeah, that's he true. Saved and saved and saved. He had yep. money, you know, invested in different things. Um, you know, they, I mean, they had a fine life. They did what they wanted to do, but they, they never did anything fancy. They never drove a brand new car. You know, they just manage their money so much better mm-hmm. than people do today. Right. We've got this instant gratification kind of oh, lifestyle yeah, where, yeah. oh, we see the newest <laughs> pair of tennis shoes, the newest handbag, the newest this, the newest that. Got to have it, got to have it, you know. People are in debt like crazy just to, just for stuff. Yep. No, they are. So basically, if you're diversified, you're not completely safe, but you're a lot safer. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, because if your total investments are yeah, like $100,000, t- if you have all of that 100000 in the housing market, the housing market crashes now. You're gone. Yeah, you're or tech gone. stock. A or lot of you, people, yeah, because yeah. tech stocks seem to crash and burn and mm-hmm. then go way up. Mm-hmm. And so yep. it's like, yeah, you should be investing long term, not short term gains anyway. Right. Because yep. that's just way more risky. So, I mean, it, it, it's a situation. Where, and, and, again, all I'm doing this for is to try to educate myself and hopefully our audience in, in the right way to handle this. If we are going to take a hit, you'd have to be pretty deeply invested in real estate and the stock market and things like that for, for it to really hit you that hard, wouldn't you? Yeah, and I feel like most people, your everyday average American is – if. The crash happens. It's more. They're more affected if now their job closes. Yeah, and right. All of a sudden yeah. Jobs. Yeah. It's like yeah. I have basically nothing invested in anything. But I have like one business I'm invested in. Yeah. So it's like you know, if my, all my investments go away overnight, it's not going to affect me that much. Whereas if you have a million dollars invested in various things, all that goes away. You're out a million dollars. But how would all the various things well, you, suffer? You have 401ks, don't you? That's the real problem is things. Well, I don't have a, I've never had a 401k. You, you should have you, one. You can't. Oh. You get those through corporations. What's the other one? Roth. Roth. You should have an IRA. I do have an IRA. Everybody should have a Roth. That is the problem is when it starts affecting IRAs because. But once again, that should be a long-term thing. Like if you invest in one now and it goes down to like practically nothing, you're not going to retire for, you know, decades yeah. unless go you're back up. 65 years old then oh, well, yeah. i know then, people yeah. get screwed then that's for sure well not I mean, to mention i've been putting money into this ira for 30 years and it gets wiped out i i just lost 30 years of savings ex- what do yeah. i do yeah i know yep so will you keep it in there i mean what i'm t- i don't know anything about this kind of thing uh, and i try to learn as we go and we try to, I mean, I think Catherine and I have done a pretty good job of spreading it around. So if one area gets hit, it's not going to wipe us out. But, I mean, we take a hit. There's no question about that. But I just don't know enough about all that stuff to, uh, that's why I like talking to people like Josh Arnold, because mm-hmm. he does know all of these things. Yeah, and if he's not panicking, then I'm not going to panic. No, he. I just talked to him last night, and he's not panicking. Yeah. So what this is all about, this WeWork thing failed because of what? People don't need to, they don't need office space anymore, like I said. So well, that's what it is. Know, just, yeah, we don't need that it. That big United Health campus out there on 169. Yeah. That's, I guess, they're just, yeah. It's 
being abandoned or something. Commercial I don't even real know estate is in it. a very bad place right now. Oh, because they overbought. Yeah. They overbought mm-hmm. these gigantic campuses. Yep. Hundreds of thousands of square feet. Yeah. You can put yep. a million employees in there. Oh, you can thank but, Google for that because Google was like, oh, everybody needs to be playing pickleball yep. and meditating <laughs> yeah. and having cereal bars and yep. sushi bars and oh, we got to make you know life so cushy for our employees. And now so they're cutting a lot was, of that because it's yeah. not yeah. something that you can sustain. It's not necessary. Never had to worry about that in radio. No, they weren't. <laughs> no. The queue no. wasn't uh, putting playgrounds in. Uh, no. No, you're lucky to get a free T-shirt. So basically, <laughs> if you if you spread your money around a number of places, you show up for work every day, you collect the paycheck, you're probably going to be all right. Well, you can only do, you can only, you know, do so much. I yeah. Mean, if, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's just, you got to try to hedge your bets. Yeah, and don't panic at the first sign of right. something. Because when I remember when I first started getting into trying to, you know, invest in the stock market, you'd watch it like it's a slot machine. You'd go yeah. up a little bit, and be like, yeah. yay, and then it'd go down. You're like, oh, no, I should sell. Oh, so I I can, and it's like, no, just everybody calm down. That's don't day panic. trading, and you don't want to do that. No. Yeah, day trading. What was that all? I'm glad you brought that up, Andy, because I never did understand day trading. Well, what day is traders that? are people that literally watch the market. They try to buy something super low, and then it the yep. goes up, a, mm-hmm. you know, and they put a ton of money into it, thinking mm-hmm. that it's going to go up yep. either that day or the next day, and then they sell it quick. Well, it's like if you put $100,000 into a stock and it goes up even 1%. Like, you know, yeah. you just made a thousand dollars in a day. Right. Yep. So that's a you know decent but yeah, amount of money. You had to risk your whole hundred thousand. Yep, that's yep. the problem. And so it's one of those things where it's like if you have a hundred people doing it, ninety-five of them are going to end up with less or no yeah. money, but five of them are going to end up millionaires, and those are the ones you hear about. It's basically right. gambling. It is pretty yes. much gambling, yes. Just gambling on the market. Well that's why it's well, gamblers have a very romantic uh viewpoint of them because it's like you know you think of how many movies out there are like you know the you know suave poker player gets the (laughs) royal flush at just the right time it's not how it works in real life but that's how it's depicted but nobody wants to tell the story about the guy that lost yeah exactly a hundred thousand yeah well i always said when we'd go out to vegas every year for the show (laughs) you, you look around you're like Ah, there's a reason why these casinos mm-hmm. are four blocks long. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, and opulent as hell. It's, See, a, yep. it's not because they're paying the people that come here. No, and, <laughs> and there's a reason that if you're a gambler that goes there all the time, you can get free rooms to the yeah. suites at the hotels yeah. because they know yep. you're going to go blow more Here's money. Here's some more champagne. Drink more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. I think <laughs> Casino Royale would have been a much more interesting movie if. It was played realistically. Yeah. Like at the climax of the movie where Bond is playing his final hand, he's like, Queen High. <laughs> da, 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 da. And he loses everything. Yeah. Well, it's like, way well, more sometimes, likely. Sometimes that's just what you get. Yep. yep. I had a friend that was a blackjack dealer at a local casino here, and he was saying that some of the people that you would see come in, they're you know, taking their disability check for the month and gambling that away. Oh. Or, uh, a very regular occurrence because people would well my slot machine is it's going to be hot yeah so i'm now i'm peeing in a cup or just peeing down my leg because i don't want to leave this machine because i won seven dollars and it's going to get hot now and yeah it's it's due yep it's a it's a sickness it It is it is is definitely a sickness yeah we go to the casino once in a while Mm -hmm. 
not very often, but once in a while. And it's just, you know, you see these people, and they're checking every single machine to see if they can get a quarter mm, or yeah. somebody's change that they That's forgot. True. It's like, oh, yeah. man. And I'll go to the casino with a group of friends and have a good time. Because, yeah. yeah, sure, it's fun to win a couple bucks. But the feeling of losing even $20, I'm just <laughs> devastated. I know. It's like, <laughs> I could have done, so, I could have bought a really nice, you know, yeah, lunch or something. Well, exactly. you th- I, the way we think about it, it's like, okay, so if you go to the casino, uh, if we went to a movie. Mm-hmm. Both of us and dinner. It's gonna be a hundred bucks yep. mm-hmm. at least. Everything's hundred. So if you throw a hundred bucks at the casino, right. it's like a night out. Even well, though it, it might go in an, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like you're not having fun with it though. It's like dinner right. and a movie. I can enjoy. You know, I make an evening out of it. It's a fun movie. I can talk about it afterwards. But if you're just sitting at a slot machine and pulling a lever for 15 minutes, that's you're not so going to even remember that it happened. But the problem yeah. is with it is that I swear to God, we we like to play these. Um, it's like. Uh, the video poker machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just give you just you win like 40 bucks and then you think, oh, OK, you know, and then all of a sudden you're down 50 mm-hmm. bucks and yep. then you're up 30 bucks. Just so gotta get back to you actually. So you actually play for a while and you yeah. think and when you win the 50 bucks, you should just quit. Right. You should just take your 50 and mm-hmm. get out because all of a sudden it'll just be lose, 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 yeah. lose, lose, lose. Yeah. Especially with anything that's a video aspect of it. I always shy away from it. Like, I'm like, I know the algorithms working against me. Yeah, like, I know sure. they don't want me to yeah. win. Well, it would be yeah. trivial to make something like that with the odds tweaked just enough so that the player can't possibly win. Or it's like, you know, yeah. one in mm-hmm. 50 players are going to make money. Well, supposedly, so, yeah, there not, are regulations. But you know yeah. there are. Supposedly, but can they prove it? No. My well, favorite is the roulette because I just like watching the ball go around in a circle. So it's at least <laughs> like it's at least suspenseful. Mm. So I know, like, yeah, I can cheer now. But okay. I, mean, I was I read a book on gambling and poker has the best has the best odds. No, craps has the best odds yes, of winning. But nobody knows how to play. But the numbers blackjack the, is pretty decent. The too. numbers that you will will break you are the most favored numbers. Like if you throw the dice so many times, the 7 and 11 mm. will, is, will come up more yeah. than anything else. And that's why the house says that. So you can, you can actually bet with the house. But then everybody at the table hates you. Every, mm-hmm. Well, it's just the it's, but, you know, it's way, the, it's way they, the dice go, the way the dice go. And then after that, it's 6 and 12. So that's what everybody bets on. Yep. It's a, you know, so it's all, it's all just dumb luck. Everything's dumb yes. luck. But I think for me... What made me realize that gambling is such a bad thing is that for a long time, every video game had gambling in it, like simulated gambling. Oh, yeah. It's like, so you go out and you kill monsters, you get some money, and then you can go to the casino in the game. Oh. And you could try to win, like, the most powerful sword in the game. And 100% of the time, you lose all your money, you get nothing <laughs> from it. So as early as, like, eight years old, I'm like, what is the point of this? You just go in. You go in there. You press a button. Your money's all gone. Because you got shiny lights and mm-hmm. and ding, ding, ding song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some of these slot machines, I swear, if you launch them into space, oh. they would like compete with the sun. There, I know it's ridiculous. There was I was at the casino once and put like five dollars in a slot machine and. I, it starts making all this noise. Yeah. I thought I hit the jackpot, and yeah. it spits out like 50 cents. A penny. I was just like, you got oh, a penny. come on. <clears throat> no, ding, ding, all right, ding. we will close with this because we only got about five minutes left on the show. Uh, how much does the Dow, Dow Jones tell you about the economy? Uh, In other uh, words, if it's up, if it's down, how big an effect does that have on the actual economy? Day to day, probably none. The market is not the economy. 
No, it's not. Yeah. I'll give an example right now. The market the, is affected by the economy. The Dow Jones is down 102 points, but it was down 130 points. Uh, it's at 34.51 now. It just popped up. Now it's down uh, 101. So that, I mean, they put that up on every, like this is the Wall Street Journal is what I'm looking at right now. They put it up there for a reason. Why do they put that up there? Well, the Dow, the Dow is an indication on what's going on in the market. I mean, right. when, they, when they lowered interest rates just a tiny bit, the market went up. I mean, yes. the market responds immediately to whatever the government's doing with money. Right. If things are bad, the market's bad. That's just how it is. But the market isn't supposed to be part of our economy. Yeah, well, see, I, that's why I'm asking. Because that's, not everybody's invested in the right. market. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, well, I am. Now, you are, but I'm not. Not like a lot, but I've um, got some in there. See, right now, it just went from 100 even to now it's down 107. Why would it cause an almost 7% drop in the value of the, of the Dow Jones? It could just be, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you've got to read the research on what's going on. It's usually tied to inflation or, or um, interest rates, usually. Oh, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, because like I said, I talked to Josh. He does not think the economy is going to collapse. Um, are you guys hearing the same thing? Well, like I'm an I'm in an investment group, and we invested. One of the ones that I watch is Medtronics. Mm -hmm. And Medtronics, you know, has always been a very solid company, has always done really well, but all of a sudden it's been downgraded. Oh, really? So I started fishing around, and it's like, why is it downgraded? Well, what happens is when interest rates go up like that and a company has to borrow to invest oh, in a yeah. new product or yep. something, yep. then the stock's going to go down because right. people don't like the fact that they've got heavy debt. Yeah. But Medtronics also gets all these patents on all these life-changing you know, devices for people that you know, it ends up making them a ton of money. So right now, they're cash poor and debt heavy, it looks like to me from what I can understand right. about it. So that doesn't make investors happy. So as soon as whatever it is that they're investing in will start selling and then all of a sudden they're, they've got a ton of cash, then people will be like, oh, now it's, now it's good. So yep. that's just, it, it's all just a game of cat and mouse. Yeah, once they, have, <laughs> once they have good news to tell somebody, then like the yep. stock is going to go back yep. up. So or it, sometimes they fire a CEO for something, and then people lose confidence until the new CEO has a little bit of mm -hmm. a track record. And, you know, and earnings reports comes out, and job reports come out, and that all changes, that all manipulates the market, all of it. All right, so we got one minute left. So the three of you, because I know nothing about this, and all three of you do, Catherine, when you start, do you see the economy taking a big hit, a medium hit? I mean, it's, how well, do you see it? It depends on what you say about what the economy. If you're talking about the stock market, are no, you talking, talking about, about the overall people? economy? I think people have been taking a big hit for a long time. It seems yeah. like it. Yeah. So, and of course, that affects the market because they've got less money to put into the market mm -hmm. and less money to put into savings and credit card debt goes up and that's not good but we can get through this i don't uh, we'll see what happens with the election i you know i truly do hope that uh somebody other than a bunch of warmongers get in office next time yeah that would be good i think it's i think it's more important than anything it, it's getting to be more important than anything a lot of money in, in war, In my though. opinion. There's a lot of money in war. Yep, there sure yeah, there's is. There's a lot of death in it, too. And a lot of death, too. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't really like care any so of it. Much. Devin, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think now that it's election season, it feels like sometimes we get a little uptick where things will either kind the of plateau or well, yeah, the artificial bump. It's like gas prices yeah. where they all magically go down yeah. once yeah. the new president gets around. Right. But then I think we're going to continue probably on a little downward trajectory. I don't see it changing for good anytime soon. 2008, so that was the last year of George W. Bush's presidency, wasn't it? Uh, yes. <clears throat> Why would it go drop like that? Because there was only a couple of months. It had months. nothing to do with George Bush or Obama or anything. It was the housing market. It was a very obvious <clears throat> bubble that a lot of people ignored for a very long time. Oh, that's yeah, what like when the Clintons blaming. were in office, there was the stock market bubble, which yep. was just, it, you just can't, stuff can't ride that high for that long. It just doesn't happen. Andy, how do you think it's going to turn out? I don't know. There's a good that's, answer. That's probably the only correct answer at all. <laughs> I'm not in finance. I but don't no, trust any of my opinions on it. The <laughs> reason I like to ask this, though, is because I, I just, you know, I assume these things, and then you guys said yes, that there are these bubbles that people create for themselves because they're trying to rake in as much money as they can, and then it harms everybody when they fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do we keep allowing that to happen? Well, that's what happens with, in a free market. Yeah. I suppose and it is a free market. And also, we don't That's have true. a checks and balances uh, situation anymore because Congress and hedge fund managers and stuff, are they're all too in bed with each other. Yeah. And nobody, just... nobody knows what's going on until it's too late half the time. Yeah. yeah. So will people now, because uh, I don't hear a lot of nervousness out there, but it is an election year next year, and election years do make people very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is it wise for some people to maybe yank out all of their money and just stash it somewhere I know a else? lot of people that have already taken their money out of the stock market yeah, and have yeah. invested in other things. That's what I'm thinking. And we'll see. It doesn't, like I said, I trust Josh, Josh Arnold. He knows what the hell, I mean, nobody knows more about this stuff that I know than Josh Arnold, and he does not think the economy is going to collapse. We'll Good. talk about him on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we will. All right. Talk to you later.